that lets you save Whatever is important to you in your life, you should have or work towards. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. Today, we got another show jam-packed coming at you. Today, I'm talking about electric cars. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is such a hot topic. There is so much going on around electric cars. I'm not just going to talk about electric cars. I guess I'm going to talk about politics a little bit. Hang on to your hats. I'm also going to talk about my dream car, what I've been working towards, and achievement. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Alright, so today's show is all about the giant controversy of electric cars. My gosh, is this something that we should even be talking about? Yeah, it is. Because we got to raise awareness around what's going on in the world today and how there was so much segregation. We got to come together. We have to stop the madness. It is absolutely bonkers how over the last couple years, last couple, I, I censor most of my words on social media because they shadow ban everything. If you bring up the word COVID, but it's the last couple COVID years that's created such separation, such, such segregation, like it's absolutely madness, and it has to end. I'm telling you, people are allowed to have different opinions. They're allowed to have different ideas. They're allowed to take different action. We're allowed to create the life of our own personal dreams, and that should be without the cost of disapproving parents, friends, family, neighbors, envoys, on envoys on viewers who cares what they think you got to do what's right right for you now let me take a step back here when we started visiting southern california los angeles which is our second home we usually spend half the year there and half the year in alberta canada so it's quite different quite extreme opposites if you look at weather people population is what i meant by people at any rate it's it's very different however at any rate so we were looking at different places different Different places to visit. We started off in Laguna Beach. We went to Santa Monica. We found South Bay. Then we started visiting in within South Bay. You have Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach, Redondo Beach, and we found a home. Like we we honestly felt like we were at home every time we visited. And we knew we had to have a beach house, which we worked towards for years. We before we got our own beach house. And while this was happening, so this is about eight years ago, or it took about eight years since we started visiting, and we're like, this has got to be our place. And I think it's been about four years since we have had our own place. So at any rate, maybe eight, seven, eight, maybe nine years ago, we started visiting. And I got to tell you, so they, they got these giant beach houses on the water and it's unreal. It's it's a dream without question. It's something from a movie. You're looking, if you're going north on the right side, so on the east side, you have a bunch of these. If you're going north, you have a bunch of these multi-million dollar homes. Most of them are, are incredible. You have some rundown ones. You have some that are being rebuilt. There's lots of construction, unfortunately, because they're older and the seawater, I think that like the salt water wears down like it rusts metal really quickly i think 
think it causes issues with possibly wood. I don't know. I'm not a construction guy. But you have these beautiful houses that I think they get a little worn down or weathered because of the ocean air and because of the salt being so close to the water. At any rate, you have these giant houses on the right side and then on the left side, you're going north. So on the west side, you see the, the it's the ocean. You're riding or walking on a concrete path that is along the beach. And it's incredible. So when we started visiting this area, we were like, oh my gosh, like what a dream come true. Like these, these are places. So to, to give you a better idea, you could look at like, we've seen movie stars there. We've seen Vince Vaughn there. We've seen, um, I don't know if you guys have watched Orange is the New Black. Um, one of the actors, what was her name? Oh my gosh. I haven't thought about her for years. V. We saw Miss V. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to spoil, spoil it and then tell you what happened to her. But so she was there in Manhattan Beach. You have a lot of the Los Angeles Kings. They live there. So it's a high end area. And don't get me wrong. We don't live in Manhattan Beach. That's far too expensive. <laughs> we live in, so you have Manhattan Beach, which is very upscale. Hermosa Beach is a bit younger, still upscale. There's zero parking. Younger, more partying, more, more partying, still quite expensive. Then you have Redondo Beach. And of course, it's still expensive, but not compared to the other two. It's, it's much cheaper to live there. You have the average type of people. It's closer. Like Manhattan Beach is quite isolated. You can hardly even get there. There's very few tourists. Uh, Hermosa Beach is a little bit, a little bit different still. Um, and then, but Redondo Beach is kind of on the edge. And then you get into other cities or, or other cities that are like right linked, I suppose, or right next to Redondo. So it's easier to access for the average person. So you have more average type of people that come to that beach and that area, those that park, for example. So it's kind of crazy how close they are, but they have such a different feel and a different atmosphere. And um, at any rate, I'm not entirely sure where I was going with that, but you're walking down and you see these incredible, beautiful houses. And at the same time, we saw these Teslas <laughs> sitting in front of these houses. And we didn't even know what they were when we first started looking at them. And, but they, of course, they're, they're, they seem to be ahead of the curve and they, they look futuristic. They kind of look like a bubble and they don't make a noise. So they almost float down the road. They come to a stop sign and there's no, there's no zero noise. And many times it kind of sneaks up on you. And you're like, whoa, where'd that car come from? They, they look absolutely beautiful. So we said for years, we've been saying, oh, we got to have a beach house. But with a beach house, we got to have a Tesla. So what we started doing years ago is we started test driving Teslas and then we do vision boards and we do, um, we do visualization and we tell stories like pretend stories of us visualizing like having this multi multi million dollar beach house and watching the sunset in the evening and the sunrise in the morning sunrise is a bit more challenging because there's so many buildings but if you're right on the water you can see the sunset it's absolutely amazing and um we're actually fortunate we're on a busy street but it's uh, we just have a small place we got a one we got a one bedroom apartment it's all all we need it's our it's our little beach paradise but it's fun to dream and to picture and, and to visualize and to talk about these things so we actually visualize living in the 10 million dollar beach house right on the sand walking to the water and but with these beach houses many of them i don't know what percentage it just kind of maybe is, is a running joke for us to be like well if you got a beach house you got to have a tesla and there's a lot i think they actually have a hub like tesla has uh, i don't know if it's a manufacturer or their main is in i think it's in northern california but they may have moved to texas and, and i'm and i don't don't quote me on that i don't keep up with that stuff it's not it's not really important to me my important what's important to me is setting a dream setting a goal going after it going through the sacrifices pulling yourself back up after failure so at any rate what happened was is we said are we going to do this like we we saved it was time we we like i feel like you, you have to decide what you want and i've got 
this guy. His name was his name is Remit, and he his website is I will teach you how to be a millionaire.com. It sounds a bit hokey, but he offers really good information. And he said, I read I read his book, I read a couple of his books, and he said that if you you have to decide what's important to you in your life, you can't have the best of everything. And I don't like the word you can't, but he said it makes more sense. Like he in the book he gave an example of he knows a guy that has a really tiny apartment in New York City and he doesn't really spend much time in his apartment so it wasn't it's not important for him to have all the things in his apartment like leather couches and fancy silverware cut cone knives or whatever it is but it is important for him to go out to restaurants so this guy spends quite a bit of money on restaurants but he doesn't spend a bunch of money on his apartment another one was like this guy was really like sweaters like I don't know if they're cashmere sweaters or he really liked particular sweaters but he didn't have a car because again I don't know if he lived in New York City or where he lived but he didn't have a car so he wasn't spending a bunch of money on car payments or gas of course you got a uber or taxi or train ride whatever you're paying something but it was important for him to buy these sweaters so that's what he did is when he, once a year a couple times a year he found a sweater that was i don't know how much they were at least a few hundred dollars and that's what he spent his money on so at any rate i'm just using that as an example for us it's important for us to have a nice car and that's not important to everyone and that's perfectly fine a lot of people don't drive luxury cars they don't feel like they don't have money for big fancy cars and that's perfectly fine for us we don't have big houses we like we don't have big giant houses we have uh we, we shop at the thrift store i personally would rather shop at the thrift store than buy new clothes but that's 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 my own personal ideas and, st and standpoint and what's important to me like i don't care about buying brand new clothes that's the last thing i could think about or worry about i'd rather go to the thrift store and get something that's a bit worn and more comfortable <laughs> But I guess, so what I'm saying is, is that, so if you look at our lifestyle, it's not a big house, like big giant house. It's not a uh, brand new clothes or jewelry. It's, it's car, like we really like to have cars that, that look nice, that feel nice, that are safe, that aren't going to break down, uh, that I don't, I don't have to do oil changes myself. That comes with the warranty. <laughs> I got the, when we had, we had the, have the Lincoln, the Lincoln's got Lincoln Select. So they come and fix your tire if you have any issues. So it, it just fit for us and may not fit for everyone, but it made sense that okay and of course we still want a giant house on the beach that doesn't really fit our lifestyle but at least for the time being the car does fit because we decided like hey what are what's important to our in our life what are we going to uh, spend our money on and of course like a car was one of them and so we got to have this lincoln the time came where it was like hey we or not we got to have this tesla so the time came where it was like we got to decide what we're going to do are we going to ride out the lincoln for a little bit are we going to get a new for you know for a few more years are we going to get an, another upgrade Great. We actually, I really like Lincolns, and uh, they have the we have uh, MKC, but then they have the Aviator. I don't know if that interests you guys, but it's a they have more like bigger big, bigger vehicles, more expensive vehicles. Ours is almost like a crossover SUV, smaller, and I really actually really like it. It's more like a car. I'd pr I'd prefer to drive a car, but because of our climate in Alberta, it's snowy most of the year, so it's just safer to have winter tires and SUV, more room. Um, but that's that's one of the things that was important to us to make sure that, especially with my family, now we have a new newborn and we got I want to make sure when my family's on the road that we're going to be safe we're not going to break down the tires are, are like we check our tires all the time like that's important to me and that and that could be and there's nothing wrong with being mere materialistic like someone could say it's more important to me to have a brand new watch once a year or when I don't know three times a year when you, how often do you buy watches I have one wooden watch <laughs> 
<laughs> which I really like. But what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Like whatever is important to you in your life, you should have or work towards. So I guess what I'm getting at here is that we finally made the decision. We put down the deposit. We said that we're going to or This is the year of the Tesla. We're getting a Tesla. And I know I'll get into it in a second. I know people are now against people hate Teslas for one, just because they're the best or the first. They're changing the market. People don't necessarily like change. And then I always say it's lonely at the top when you're at the top and everyone wants to be there, wishes they were there. There's a whole lot of hate and frustration just for that those at the top. And of course, Tesla leads the industry in, well, it leads the entire automotive industry. And I'll tell you more about that in, in a moment here. So at any rate, we put the deposit down. We waited. It was supposed to be here in three or four months. It came in six or seven months, which seems like a very long time. It was for me because I was checking my updates every other day, which became a bit obsessive. So I had to, um, I had to, uh, <laughs> I had to reel myself back in. And then we have one vehicle. That's something else I didn't mention is that we have one vehicle. So we only have one, you know, you don't have two vehicle payments or you don't have, I work from home. Um, now my wife is at home as well. So we drive together wherever we go. We're, we're pretty much always together, especially with the little one. I don't want to be away from him ever. <laughs> There's moments, of course, but we don't need, there's no reason to have two vehicles. At one point, we had one cell phone between the two of us because I didn't need, we didn't need to. It just didn't make sense. So at any rate, that, that was just another point where I'm saying that if it makes sense for you, go and do it or save for it or, or make it fit in your lifestyle. And for us, having this having this Tesla, it's, it's, it's literally a dream come true. We've been talking about it for years, seven, eight, nine years, like I said earlier, is that we've been talking about it. We've been dreaming about it. And it, it's a beautiful car, really, is. I know there's going to be some people listening that are like, don't like Teslas, or maybe they stopped listening by now, or they, they're not interested in electric vehicles. But um, so the, the Tesla finally came and it was it was such a big deal for us. And we're so happy. And, and every time I get in it, even at this point, I think we've had it for a month or six weeks, maybe. And um, it, it just makes me feel better. It's a beautiful machine. It does so many incredible things. And it's like a game. It's almost like a game. But it's what's crazy is like the future is here. Like we talk about you see the Jetsons and you talk about the things in the future. And you got, I saw this video of a, a machine shooting targets. It was like a, it was a human machine. Like I shouldn't say it. it wasn't human. It was a machine that looked like a human. It had a gun. Someone was controlling it. It was shooting targets. It's absolutely bizarre to think like Terminator is here. <laughs> The union we have, like we have self-driving cars. They're not, I don't believe that they are um, as polished as they want them to be or as they should be. But I saw a video of a, I think it was a hotel where the car just basically, or the, the, the car or van showed up at the hotel, picked up people from the airport and drove it back to the hotel. Like it's here. It's absolutely crazy to think about. You know, the Jetsons, for example, like they actually have a flying car. It's only one person and it only goes maybe 35 miles an hour, but you can buy one for I think it's $75,000. So there's going to be people in flying cars. Like it's such, it's a, such a hard concept, but to, to wrap your head around. But if you look at Tesla's, like Tesla is Tesla's or electric cars are the way of the future. And I know, and I don't, I think you, you only really understand that if you get in a Tesla and you drive on. And I know Tesla's probably head above shoulders. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to put any other car company down. I know that all these other car companies are coming out with electric cars, but I've heard, like, I believe Ford has had battery issues and then sourcing batteries or chips. I know that's an issue. Um, I'm like, for me personally, I'm environmentally friendly. Like we believe in supporting the environment and recycling, actually reusing before you recycle, then you recycle, staying away from plastic, protecting the animals and wildlife, staying away from those crappy box stores that I absolutely can't stand like Walmart that just, they only sell things from China and they break, then they end up in the landfills and then, or in the ocean and people don't care. They just go and buy a brand new one because it's cheaper to buy a 
new cheap one than to go buy a better quality one. So you could buy five of these cheap ones that are just going to break and end up in the land landfill before you can get, before you buy one good quality, whatever it is. I, I absolutely can't stand. I won't shop at Walmart. I've not stepped in Walmart for years, probably 10 years. And that's how strongly I feel about it. But the problem here is that Paul, I cannot stand politicians and politics and what they do to people and their clear divide. So now because and now I live in Alberta and those of you listening in possibly in, I know we have a, a good listening base in the US as well. But Alberta is very similar to Texas. It's a it's it's a bit country. <laughs> it's oil is a big industry or was that's being eliminated slowly, which really is a, a big problem for most people that live here because in many cases that's how people feed their families a uh, cattle is is a big thing here and then of course they they like their guns so i'd say if you're com to compare alberta it's very different like alberta was really the only province pushing back against most of the mandates when they came uh you know whatever masks meant uh, vaccines whatever it was alberta was one of the very few provinces that was as a whole that was like hey don't get me wrong there was still the majority was on board with all the madness and was like yeah take our freedom <laughs> but so Alberta, very similar to Texas in that regard. So Alberta's like, no, I'm not driving electric cars. So, but but the problem here is that you have the Democrats and the liberals that are basically stuffing it down our throats and saying you have to drive an electric vehicle. It's the way of the future. There is the gas prices are so high you can hardly afford to drive anywhere. At least at this point in time in the recording, who who knows that could drop. Of course, we all hope that drops. But they caused such say not like separation. They did that with the vaccines and they started calling people that were gathering. I'm not sure. What, what am I what's the word when they were gathering or protesting that's what I was looking for. Pro protesting against the vaccines I was at some of those rallies there was and I was I have a shaved head I either have a mohawk or a shaved head so they were calling people at those rallies that had that had women elderly men kids they were like our own government was calling them white supremacist Nazis it was it was absolutely bizarre but of course that's what they call everyone now if they don't you don't agree with the narrative they call you a white supremacist so that's what that's exactly what he said he got on trudeau got on the in front of the tv that that they pay of course the, our government pays the mass media to say what they want them to say and he was telling the people that the only ones gathering were white supremacists <laughs> and i was like what are you talking about there's women here there's kids here there was people hugging everyone was happy and friendly and then they're t trying to talk about violent like they were just making things up it was bizarre but my point is is that what they were trying to do is separate the vaccinated from the unvaccinated and it's the same thing thing like we went through that for two and a half years and now they're doing it with the green movement that the liberals and the democrats are all about this green movement but we know and so what i was saying was like i'm i'm very environmentally friendly and I would prefer to drive an electric car, but we know to mine whatever it takes to create that battery. I don't know those details, but we know that that process is not good for the environment. So all they're trying to do is stuff it down our throats to be like, you have to do this. It's better for our environment. But meanwhile, you have India, you have China and, and other countries that have zero regulations. And we, the, we are importing. So we're actually supporting all of their zero emissions regulations to bring them into Walmarts. In Canada, we have Canadian Tire. In the U.S., you have Rite Aid, you have Target. All those places are jam-packed with cheap products from China that are destroying our environment. And all the while, you have the politicians now saying, we have to go this route. <laughs> we have to drive these electric cars because the get because it's better for their environment. Of course, it's better for the environment when it comes to the pollution of gas. But what about, my point here is what about what's what it takes to 
create the batteries. We know that's causing disasters to certain in areas to their environment. So I guess I'm, I'm just trying to say like, we should be able to do what we want. Like I absolutely love my Tesla. It's it's a beautiful vehicle. I have, I had a Cadillac. I always wanted a Cadillac. <laughs> so I finally bought a Cadillac. That was um, six years ago. Then after I had that for four years, then I bought a Lincoln, both luxury, beautiful vehicles. This Tesla is head above shoulders though than those cars, I got to tell you. It, when you you plug it in, right? I don't like filling up with gas. Like, sometimes it leaks, it's smelly, your hands get get. I know that probably sounds ridiculous to a lot of people, but that's just my opinion. And we're all, all allowed to have our own opinions, right? So I don't really like filling up with gas. I absolutely hate getting an oil change. You got to sit there all day. There's always complications. They always try to upsell you. Um, these, in most cases, I've had some good experiences, but dealerships are the worst. There's always a greasy sleazeball that's trying to sell you things that you don't need. I've been through dealerships for plenty of years. I've been through dealerships since before we had our Cadillac. So 10 years of working with dealerships, buying newer cars, like I said, I'd prefer to buy newer cars. And I dislike dealing with dealerships. And you know what the thing is, is the whole Tesla is changing the whole entire car game, like the whole automotive, automotive world. It's changing because of Tesla. So when you buy a Tesla, there's no negotiating, absolutely zero. And 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 don't get me wrong, at some, at some points in time, I really do enjoy negotiating. I, I negotiate all the time with products and ingredients and supplies and pricing and quantities and shipping. Like I do that all the time with our products. But when it comes to a car, I don't want to deal with a sleazy salesman. And don't get me wrong, I do. I have met some car salesmen that were very nice, kind, polite, and seemed honest. But for the most part, that stereotype, that, from my experience, that stereotype is real. Like you got, you find the sleaziest people selling cars for whatever reason. So when I go and buy a car, I go into a dealership. I don't want to talk to a sleazy guy that's going to lie to me and make some stuff up just so he can get a few more dollars out of me. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to go and wait in line. This last time I spent the whole day with our Lincoln trying to get an oil change. I told her, she told me it was going to be an hour and a half. Then I waited, I waited three hours and said, Hey, why isn't it ready? And she, then she says, Oh, sorry. I thought um, you were going to pick it up at the end of the day. And I said, what do you mean to pick it up at the end of the day? You knew I was coming from in it out of town. I asked you when it was going to be ready. So it was a big deal. I wasted my whole day waiting for a single oil change that should have took an hour. And, but that's what's happened. I don't have, so with the Tesla, I don't have to get an oil change. I don't have to worry about filling up with gas and everything's being there's no negotiating when you pick up your car some people may like that or, or some people may not when you go and pick up your car, oftentimes they drop it off. I guess depending on what region you are, what city you're in, they drop it off at your house so you don't even need to go to a dealership. Every Absolutely everything is done on your phone, like through the app. And so you you book it, whatever. You got to do a tire change. You got to do an update. You got to do an adjustment. That's all done through the app. So they don't want you to be doing that through calling because they want everything to be automated through the app. It's, just, it's, so, it's such a far stretch for a lot of people that can't wrap their heads around it. And here's the issue is that people like most people don't like change, but at the same time, a lot of people really want to be at the at the top or at the peak of the change. They want to be the first. Like you see, if people really love Apple, for example, they wait in line to get their Apple phones, for example. So this is different. It's completely different. And then they, of course, the owner or the CEO of Ford, he just did a whole spiel, a controversial presentation about how 
there's they're saying like oh because of i don't know because of a bunch of nonsense a bunch of made up stuff that they're changing the, their industry as well but it's because of tesla so they're doing less dealerships they're hiring less people because all the cars right now are backed up they have very few cars at dealerships so instead of buying your car on the lot you have to order it just like tesla so a lot of things that they're doing is no there's no negotiating with ford is gonna be this is gonna be happening in the future if it's not happening now there's no negotiation you got to pay the sticker price for your car you have to order it and pay for it or at least put a deposit before it comes and there's going to be less inventory on the lots just like tesla so tesla's changing the whole game i think it's cool to be at the front of this whole thing like i don't think let me be very clear that i don't think you should be forced to drive an electric car you should drive whatever you want but at the same point in time just because you have an electric car doesn't mean you should be looked down upon so there's two different sides you should do whatever you want without shame or ridicule and the thing is is that teslas were kind of looked up as a, at a prestigious kind of thing like electric cars oh that's so cool electric car this and that and it still is but you have a good majority of people that are like look they look down at the electric cars now and that's a lot of them probably have never stepped in an electric car and they've never test drove one they have no idea what it feels like but they're like nope don't want anything to do with it because it's being stuffed down their throats by politicians and now that's being they're creating segregation between us and what i'm trying to share in this whole show is you should do whatever you want it's okay make your own decisions make your own choices don't let anyone make decisions for you and if we didn't learn that from the whole vaccine covid nonsense you have to learn it now because it's just going to get worse we're going to keep losing friends and family we're going to keep putting people down for no apparent reason because they want to make their own choices and it's not right we have to change that mindset and and it's got to change sooner or later with with whatever decision you make it doesn't matter if it's electric cars or gas cars and now just because people drive electric cars people that are against electric cars think that oh they must be against gas powered cars like i have a motorbike that's gas powered i have a snowmobile it's gas powered so i'm not against the gas industry i would just just much prefer to drive a tesla that's electric powered or electric charge and, and i gotta tell you like there's so much misinformation being spread out there like it costs more at least at this point in time it doesn't cost more to charge like people are sharing these memes that are like oh if you charge your car for eight hours and it's this much cents per minute then it's more to charge your electric car and then you can't drive your car electric car more than 200 miles without it having to refill it and i'm like what are you talking about it's such a lie that's at least that's not the vehicle that i have i'll tell you that much we got the we got the model y and if i didn't and i didn't tell you before it's a it's a beautiful suv you can it's got camp mode the everything is controlled by the app i can turn the ac on i can turn the i can open the frunk it's got so much space it's got twice as much space as my um my lincoln mkc it's smooth it glides oh it is such a beautiful machine and i'm not trying to sell you on it i'm just telling you how much i like it but if you're one of those people that are so against electric cars just do a little bit, bit of research get in one drive one plug it in see how far you can drive and of course everything things a bit different some cars may only go what they say or may be more expensive than gas but i doubt it especially with gas is so high at the time point at the time of this recording so um i, I just feel like it's it's just carrying on like this whole last two and a half years are carrying on in a different manner just now i mean it's but now it's electric cars and gas cars and now we're, we're spreading false both sides were spreading false information and of course i'm against mandates i'm against someone telling me what i should do with my body i don't care what it is no one should 
should tell. And I think it's very odd that some people are people are saying some people are saying, oh, you can t you can't tell me if, if I can have an abortion or not, but you can tell me if I can be vaccinated or not, or if I can wear a mask or not. Like, and of course, that's a different subject. But it's so bizarre how people in their minds can rationalize one thing and not rationalize another thing. Like I'm against it. Mind your own business. I'm going to do what I want, and you should be able to do what you want. You should be able to work. You should be able to participate in sporting events. Your kids should be able to play sports. I should be able to go to the mall, or I should be able to go to uh, on a flight if I'm not vaccinated. Like everyone should be able to do what you want without the government coming in and telling you what you should and should be doing. It's the same difference right now what I'm talking about with electric cars. If you think they're fantastic and you want to drive one, then you should drive one. I don't think you're really going to be able to stop. They're, they're too innovative. They're too futuristic. I don't know what it's like to be in like, I think Prius got them. Um, Ford's coming out with them. The Chevy, like they're all coming out with these electric cars. I don't know what it's like to be in them, but I can tell you it's an unreal experience. Every single person that has sat in my Tesla, they have been blown away. Absolutely blown away by what the car can do, how it handles, how fast it is, how it charges, how it runs through the app, how it's all electronic. And then, of course, you know, I got to wrap things up here, but I know that there's the pol whole political side of it that it's like they only want you to drive electric cars because they can so that because they want to shut you down at any point in time. And and I, I understand that I've thought about that, but I'm not going to let fear get in the way of my dreams. If they're going to like they've locked us down in homes, they've get, made people quit their jobs. They've kept people from going into stores or being able to eat at a mall, but it's absolutely bizarre that bothers me on a deep, deep level because of the segregation that they are creating, but we can't let them create this separation. Now, you you should be able to do what you want without people judging you and trying to make decisions for you. Mind your business. We've lost too many friends. We lost too many family members that we're still trying to heal those relationships and now they're bringing something else in. And if, and if we don't come together as humanity, then they're going to keep doing it and they're going to keep separating us in different ways because we're strong in numbers and if they if we're not all together working as one they can break us down they can tear us apart just like they've done in the past and they'll keep doing it. i'm gonna wrap things up here i really appreciate you coming in and listening to my words around electric cars electric vehicles gas-powered vehicles politics that's just how it goes some people don't want to hear about this stuff i've even bit my tongue a little bit in the past but the world needs leaders the world world needs stronger leaders. It needs people to stand up, voice their opinion, and not allow this to, con to continue to happen in our world. It's got to stop. And that stops with people's voicing their opinion and, and, and taking action, leading by example. And I have to do that. That's what I'm here for. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.